This is the I Read Comic Books podcast. I am your host today for a very special mini-sode on this Labor Day weekend. I am joined by the one and only Oscar Osario. Hi, hi, hi. Thank you for having me, Mike. Yeah, I'm very excited to have you, Oscar. Really excited to talk comics with you. For folks at home that maybe don't know, Oscar is an accomplished comic book writer, recently had a series go successful on Zoop.gg, I think. Yeah. And we're going to talk all about that in a second. But first, I've got these legally mandated questions that I have to ask. I do it on every single episode. That is, how have you been? How have comic books been? Oscar, tell us the folks at home a little bit about yourself and tell us what you've been reading. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm, I'm excited uh, for creating comic books. Uh, this is like my, my first year. It's been uh, like the past eight months. I've been writing comic books full time. So I'm getting all into into the craft, into, into creating my own stuff. But yeah, it's been exciting. And I think comic books are, are great. <laughs> I the the last thing that I read is uh, Neil Gaiman, uh, how to talk to girls at parties. It's uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard of this book. What what is this book? Yeah, I I, I had the, the same question. I saw it um, on on the shelves. I I live in Peru, but I travel to the U.S. often, so I, I was browsing through through some some comic books, and I I found that book, and it has. Uh, it, it's a short story that's been adapted by uh, Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba. So it's a superstar team, and uh, I saw it. It was like Neil Gaiman's story. They were doing it. So and and yeah, the 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 title, the the like the, the ideas. I thought it was going to be like something like a, a teen, uh, like something romantic or like a coming of age story or something like that. But right, right, right. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not. that. It's completely different. <laughs> it's it's like, yeah, it's like an, an exploration of, of how to address girls from, from the the perspective of two, two 15-year-olds that don't look 15 years. But yeah, this is like they are teens, they go to a party and they meet these girls that are, I think they are from like another world or something like that. It's it's, okay. it's something like it's deep. It it's not like you get it. I, I had to read some stuff in line to see if I got some of that. Yeah, and, and it's 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 kind of weird. It's deep. It's like a it has a lot of of poetry in it. It's it goes like it talks a lot of, of, of feelings and how to approach people and the difference between boys and girls at that at that young age. So yeah, I was hoping for something like very light and funny and yeah, and, and like a, a teen movie or something like that. And I got reading something completely opposite, super deep. It, it has a movie that I think that it like kind of got into the, the, the backstory of, of those people because the book leaves a lot to, to the reader's imagination. So okay, yeah, it's, it's a trip. So. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, I made the mistake of just Googling how to talk to girls at parties with no context. And now Google thinks I'm a 15-year-old boy who doesn't know how to talk to girls. Um, I did look up the art for this, though. If you add comic on the end of that, you yeah. get a good result. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba, I mean, like, those are those are some powerhouse creators in the industry. So, like, this is a beautiful book. But if you're saying there's a little bit more to it than just actually talking to girls, I'm yeah. going to have to check this out. I genuinely never heard of this. I thought I... I, I can't believe this fell under my radar. So that's that's awesome. Thank you for bringing that to me. Yeah, yeah. I think for me it was the same. I saw the book and it was like I, I never heard of it. It's like it's. I think it's, it's because it's like a, a really short book. So that's something okay. that I I, I noticed. It, it's a really fast read. 
So uh, I, I like the book and everything, but it, it's really short and it's a hardcover. So it may be expensive for, for the, the time that you read it because it's like a 30-minute a, a read tops okay. if, you, if you look deep into the art and, and everything. And so, yeah, it's it's really short, but yeah, I think it was big. Uh, some some years ago, it they they made this movie. The the studio made it is uh, a twenty four, so mm. it's like this this big uh, indie studio. So yeah, I think it, it, there was a time that where this story were, went big, and and well, it's it's not right now, but it's a, it's a cool read. It's something it's something different. <laughs> I, I'll say yeah. that it's 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 not what you expect from the title. It's not the it's not a, uh, at all, but it, it's a good read. It's 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 different and it's cool because you you have there's this uh, range in comic books. You have lots of of books different between each other, and I think this is like one of a kind. So even if it's just to to go into that experience and and see the book. It's I, I recommend it. Cool. Cool. No, I, I I'm just looking up the movie now because you said it's made by A twenty four. Uh the cover uh to this movie, or the poster I should say for this movie, uh is wild. Um <laughs> I feel like I need to experience this wholeheartedly, like read the book, read the graphic novel, read the or watch the movie, because I'm I feel like despite you describing and saying that this is not what you think it is from the title, I still feel like it's wilder than that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It looks very bonkers. So um, that's really, really cool. Uh, well, let me talk about a book that I read really quick. Uh, I read a book called Sparks, SP4RX. Folks that uh, listen to the show or maybe on our Discord maybe heard me talk about this pretty recently. Um, it's written and drawn by Ren McDonald, uh, published only in like a physical form. So if you're going to get this, you have to, I think, get it from No Brow Publishing, who makes this. Uh, it's a cyberpunky kind of action-packed book that is just detailed and drawn to hell. Like there are just full pages where Ren McDonald is clearly having a good time drawing these absolutely gorgeous pages of like these this funky, super cartoony, like cyberscape world that that Sparks lives in. Um, and essentially the story is about Sparks, who's a ha- who's a hacker, aka a bit runner in this universe. Um, and they're just trying to survive the world. Like they live in this big megalopolis or megalopolis where the bottom layer of it is like kind of decrepit and no one's allowed to live there. The middle layer is where the majority of people live. Um, and they there's this conspiracy going on where if you live on these lower levels of this middle section, you could get um your body retransfigured with all this cybernetic stuff to elevate you to this new level where you become this workhorse for 36 hours straight, but then you have all this free time. Um, And of course, that's just a a story waiting for like global domination to happen. And of course, that's kind of what happens as Spark sees all of these people who live on these lower levels uh, start to get taken over and they don't want to have to do with any any of it. They just want to live their life. But of course, they find themselves dead set in the middle of this war between the upper echelon who's trying to control the world and basically the people that are just trying to live there. Um, the book, I think it itself sounds kind of grimdark, but it is, I don't know, it's its very funny, it's very sarcastic, um, and I really enjoyed it. I love the way that the book showed like this cyberspace world that Sparks kind of hacks into as a bit runner. And uh, yeah, overall, it's just a really, really pretty book. It's like two or three colors. It's black and white and purple. And Ren McDonald has this grasp on these full page spreads that they do that are just like jaw dropping. I, I saw the cover for this book when I picked it up at MochaFest um, here in New York. 
And I was just floored by how beautiful it was. And of course, opening up, it's it's even prettier than I thought. So yeah, highly recommend it if you're looking for something kind of kind of out there that's like in, independent publisher. But um, yeah, it's nice and cyberpunky if that's your if that's your vibe. Um, it definitely is mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's giving me the vibes of the of this. Uh, there's this a uh, a uh, few years back there there came a lot of stories that were about like this the teenage group and in, in a dystopian future and there was something something out there and they had to to like for example in, in Maze Runner or something like that where you have like mm. you you start with uh, the group of teenage teenage uh, people and they are like living their lives and then there's like this whole conspiracy happening <laughs> at, oh, on, yeah. their, on their backs and they need to solve it all so sounds sounds cool yeah no I I have a lot of fun with it I mean I'm I'm like in this mode right now where all I want to read is like cyberpunky grim dark stuff and it's just like scratched an itch that i didn't know that i had um or i kind of knew that i had but in, in a good way but anyways enough about comic books i guess enough about comics that we've read let's talk about you oscar you have you said you just got into writing comic books like the last year or so i saw you have a, a successful campaign on on zoop that was funded called the never ending adventure i guess tell us a little bit about that tell us about your experience i guess getting into comics yeah so even though i'm i'm uh a writer for this this last month but i've been a, a fan of comic books for 10 plus years so it's like everything is building up to to this moment and i went to the university i was an economist i went to my nine to five job and i was doing the the corporate life but i knew that i had to 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 go with my passion I, i'm i'm very passionate about comic books about creating stories about writing while working, like, like living the, the normal life, I was reading about comic books, reading comic books, learning how to, to create comic books, learning how to write them, watching videos, listening to podcasts and everything surrounding comic books. And yeah, it was a combination of a lot of, of stuff that lined up. So I had the, the opportunity to go into into making comic books and I, I wanted to, to take it and make my own stuff like give it my all the the corporate work is is really demanding so i didn't mm-hmm. have much time and there was a point that i didn't have time at all to to create and i was i was frustrated i was sad with that so i i turned it around and i say i'm, I'm going i'm going to do this full time i'm going to see how it goes if i put my all into it and I start creating and I start putting what i want in the in the pages and so far, it's it's been great and it's been a challenge, and that that challenge is what I wanted to talk about in the in my book, uh, Never Ending Adventure. Mm-hmm. is is a personal book about an aspiring writer that just changed careers and now has to deal with that. And I think that it, it's it's cool to to see that stuff because when you go into your passion, you start working in what you love and. There's this this uh, thought that you're going to go into it and are going to be happy and you're going to like all your problems are going to disappear because now you're doing what you love and everyone is going to come and buy you your stuff and you're going mm-hmm. to be happy. But that's not the case at all. There's a lot of uh, new anxiety that arises. There's a lot of insecurities regarding doing it because now you you question yourself and. You, you say, what happens if I'm not good enough? Because right now I'm doing my passion. And if I'm not good at this, then what 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 happens with me? What happens with my future? I, I was planning on doing this sure. my whole life, but what if I can make it? And, and there's uh, the stuff of disappointing yourself, disappointing your family, 
you need to make money, you need to live of it. It's not it's not a hobby anymore. So it, all of these feelings, all of these um, these sensations, this this stuff, I wanted to put in the, in a comic book and mixing it with action, mixing it with fun, mixing it with adventure. So this is mm-hmm. a, a fantastic quest that takes a human struggle but mixes it with uh, someone that is going to fight little monsters that, that are appearing in the page. He's going to go on adventures. He's going to go to his own past to try mm-hmm. to figure out how to create comic books, how to make a living out of it, and how to do it while keeping a, um, keep being mentally healthy because mm. the, the protagonist is, is struggling with that and he needs to acknowledge it and try to work with it so he can continue because you can go into your passion, but if you are not good, if you are continuously doubting what you're doing, then you're not going to succeed. So it's a reflection on life-changing decision. It's something about going into what you love, making these important uh, decisions in your life and dealing with, with the consequences of your actions because this is some some big stuff and you're going to do it and everyone is going to say, oh, you're so brave, you're so good for doing this. I, I wish I, I done this sometime. But all this this recognition comes at the cost that you need to do it. You need to put in the work. You need to put the process. You need to start writing, start learning, start working hard so you can accomplish your dreams. So all of this, I put it into a comic book. And my goal was to help and try to inspire people that are where I was one year ago. And they are going to see this and they are going to see, oh, this person made this decision. And not only for comic books, this is if you're going to make like music, if you're going to, and, and not even art, if you're going to like make a, a big decision, if you are going to get married, if you're going to buy a house, because sometimes we live and we say, oh, I, I'm working towards something. And when I get this, I'm going to be happy. But then you get mm-hmm. it. And, and that's not the case because life goes on. And, and, and that's the lesson that I want to put it and and say to, to the reader that you can do it and you can be happy doing it, but it's going to cost you and you need to be aware of that. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I mean, like, I mean, congrats, like I said, again, you guys were successfully funded recently. And like, uh, I mean, I guess the, the next question I usually have for things like this is, you know, how did you find your collaborators, right? You're just one person. It looks like you've got <laughs> a lot of other faces and names attached to this book. I guess, how did you go from, I want to tell this story to now we're putting it together and getting it on Zoom? Yeah, so the first step was uh, I wanted to create a book that was unique. I wanted to put put something new. I wanted to uh, play with, with comic books. So I, I, I was creating stuff and I wanted to put multiple artists in the same book. And I found the, the gotcha. perfect way to, to do it in, in this, this adventure because the protagonist is, um, he gets this mental dispersion. He loses focus he's not focused he's uh, because of his anxiety because of his past because of of even his he's a latino so we don't usually get diagnosed so there's a lot of us that have like problems but we we don't talk about them we don't get diagnosed we live with them with those he's going Mm -hmm. to struggle with needing to focus he needs to focus he's uh, he's going to be a writer he needs to focus but he gets dispersed he gets these thoughts that he starts thinking about something and then thinks about a complete something completely different and i've seen this happening in my own family my friends and, and people here and, and we joke about it but it's something that gets in your way when you want to accomplish something 
Sure, yeah. So to portray this in the book, I, I thought that when he gets a different thought, he's going to like travel to a different land and he's going to start on, he's talking to you about something and then he like gets a, a message on his phone and he's going to talk about something completely different. And mm. when that happens, the art style is going to change. I'm going to, to use another artist. So Very cool. you get this idea that he's now in a different world. He's, and and the travels that he does to different lands, to a medieval land, to his own past, it's, it's his own mind, his own mind going to different places and getting distracted and thinking that he's going to accomplish his goals by thinking about some different stuff. And it, in the book... Uh, talks about that the book is going to see if this 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 person that he has these different thoughts are beneficial or it's a symptom of something else that he's he's struggling with so um, yeah I had this this idea and I, I I wrote the script I had these side stories where the protagonist is going to go in and out and and discover things about himself about his goal about his past and about his own his own life. And yeah, I think that, that um, what, what's good for, for this book is uh, social media. It allowed me to connect with a lot of artists. And I was pairing the artist with, um, with the side story that I wanted to, to tell. And I found art, artists that had the perfect art styles for the, the stories that I have. So I'm nice. working with Terry Suska from Italy. She does great medieval stuff. And she's doing a medieval story, like a side story where the protagonists start thinking about something else. And he goes and he starts talking about a medieval land. And then I um, start working with Mary Landro. She does this uh, like gritty, dark, dark fantasy. And when the protagonist goes to a land of fantasy, of, of like darkness, it was perfect. And the last one was Amalas Rosa. She does like this, like, um, like a slice of life, like European style. It's really accurate. It's like telling it's nothing fantastic it's nothing uh like super heroic it's completely sure. human stuff so that that's what i thought for when he travels to his past because he's traveling to his own past he's not traveling to, to nothing fantastic he's he's traveling to, to his own life and combining these styles i think it, it was really great for for the book to have this mm -hmm. this this idea that he is going to travel to different places and the art style is going to match that and you're going to be 100% clear that he's not in the main story. And for the main story, that's both that's la, the story of the protagonist. It's It has fighting, it has action, it's fun. I got uh, Vinicius Carreiro from Brazil. He does superhero mm -hmm. stuff, so it was perfect to portray a more like super heroic. It's fun. It's action. It's comedy. It's fun. I wanted to put that. So this book mixes a lot of, of stuff into into a one shot. It's it's like for me. It's I wanted to show the people that uh, like th this book is is who I am. So it's mm -hmm. my debut. I, I wanted to to say this is this is my story. This is a personal book, and I'm doing it the way that I want to do it. I'm putting it. The stuff that I, I love, like the, the human stuff, the human reflection, talking about mental health. But I'm also putting the, the superhero stuff because that's what I that made me fall in love with comic books all, all those sure, yeah. years ago. So um, I, I mixed it all and I think it's a it's a good combination because it's clear that 
the, the fighting and the action and everything has a purpose. And, and it's something that right. is, it's like a, a, a fight that is happening inside his own mind against mm-hmm. monsters that are not exactly there, but are the, the personification of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was gonna say just looking through the the preview on on the the crowdfunding page, um, I I was like, how does this book? How is this all in one book? Right, that's the thing that's like really impressive. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that like or hear that it's a little bit more than just like a, a couple of small stories. It sounds like you jump around quite a bit, and that's that's really really exciting. I guess uh, like so you said you you're really into you know superhero comics got you started. I guess like. You're still a comic book reader, I'm guessing, right? You're just you're reading this Neil Gaiman book or this Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba book. I guess what kind of comics get you excited about comic books? What made you say like, "That's it, I'm gonna do this thing." This is the book, or was there any any moment like that for you? I think that there, there's for me, it's right now. There's two type of comic books, and are the the comic books that are fun for me for 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 reading and for mm-hmm. it's like for for my inner child i don't know it's like seeing totally. the avengers punch something or, or the x-men fight against something but there's the other type of books that are inspiring because it's something that i think that it's that kind of the same stuff that i want to show in my in my work so for mm-hmm. example know your station eat the rich billionaire yeah. island those are books that inspire me because I have this 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 idea. I come from, as I said, I come from a corporate background, so I know there's sure. there's some stuff that is wrong in in the world, and I love right. putting it in comic books, like sharing stuff and making people think because it, it's not about like changing their minds or mm-hmm. trying to to preach something in in your work, but it's about showing them some some stuff that is happening and they can think about it they can uh reflect on it think if it's good if it's bad so uh, i i love that kind of books um i was thinking of of another book but i was sensing a little bit of a theme there with the three books that you listed already yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, and the other one that is but yeah i could have forgot but the the other one that was really like the the main source of of inspiration is it's uh it's lo- lonely at the center of the earth mm. so okay. yeah i think that that book was was meant a lot for me because it showed me that you can put your own story in in, in the page and if you put if you tell it in a way that it's that takes advantage of comic books that that mixes your your own story with with the genre with the medium of of comic books yeah, the, the the audience is going to be there and it is going to resonate. Mm-hmm. So I think we are in a great time that you don't need to be writing something in particular uh, in order to get an audience. And I think that these this books that I've mentioned is like, they are indie books, there's no capes on them, there's no powers, There's mm-hmm. and, and those are books that are, are doing great. And I think that there's a lot more of those that are, are published. And yeah, I want to, to start with that. I, I think that, and, and it's also because that's the the way to go. I think it's it's the the way to get into the industry is telling your own stories. And for me, for sure, what was easier to tell is these kind of stories, personal stories, stories about the system that we live in, um, stories that carry social commentary. And yeah, it's something that I'm familiar with. It's something that that I I want to to talk about. It's something that I think I know because of of my my experience in life Mm 
-hmm. and I want to talk about it. I want to put it in comic books. If you do it this way, if you tell the stories that you want to tell, then you're going to build your your audience. Because if you, if I uh, say, okay, the, the superheroes are the, the stuff that sells in comic books, and I start writing my own superhero, it's going to be, it's not going to be natural. It's going to be me just doing what I think that people want, and that's that's sure. not the the way to to write comic books. And someday yeah. I I might create something like more fantastic, more. Uh, like action and that's it it's, it's not it's not about anything in particular it's not a metaphor it's not an allegory for anything and it's just mm -hmm. people punching punching each other in the face but right. right now i want to to create this type of, of books and that's the reason those books inspire me and i think that there, there's a lot of books that are, are just creators sharing their stuff sharing their own personal experience dealing with these mm -hmm. problems dealing with mental health dealing with all types of, of human stuff that resonate with people because it's it's human. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was going to say those are some of my favorite comics and those are the comics that usually have like a much more moving feeling for me. Like I finish them and I feel like changed having read them. It's <laughs> like I read X-Men every single week. It doesn't change my life, right? <laughs> Whereas, you know, you read the right slice of life comic or someone telling a memoir and it changes maybe how you think about the world, which is crazy. And I mean, comic books you can see that with movies you can see that with prose but i personally feel like comics are that way i and I'm, I'm guessing that you feel the same way otherwise you'd probably be trying to write a script or you know <laughs> write a prose book or something right yeah yeah i think that there, there's something special in in comic books yeah i i don't know exactly what it is without getting like into the technical stuff of, of the difference between a comic book and a movie and, and everything sure, but sure, i think sure. there, there's this feeling and, and there's this feeling of of Connecting with comic books, I think that a lot of creators, a lot of people that are really passionate about it is because they, they comic books help them at different stages in their lives. So, yeah, I've seen that with comic books, I've seen that with movies, that it's, it's a, a way of connecting with other people. And I think that mm -hmm. in comic books, now as a writer, talking to people, talking to other people that read comic books, I, I know that I'm in the in the right place. So I think that when you get into something like this and you you talk to people and you say this is this is what I love. I I, I like talking to people. I like discussing comic books with people. Uh, mm -hmm. You you just know that it, it's it's right for you. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's really amazing to hear. I, I guess speaking of you know connecting with people, I mean like you had this Zoop uh crowdfunding campaign that went well i guess what was your experience like using zoop and i guess like building that experience up compared to i mean using something like kickstarter or indiegogo i know there's a couple of other platforms out there i guess like why'd you go with zoop and how did you like it yeah the um, i it, it was my first crowdfunding campaign so mm -hmm. i i had this like decision to make and i think that the the main difference with zoop is that they help you they are really close to to the creator. I was okay. I was uh, exchanging emails with one of the creators of Soup. It's something that you are not going to get. I think at least I, I haven't tried the others, but I think that that that's one of the differences that I've noticed when talking to people is that they they help you. They are like there for you. They help you build a campaign. It's 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 easier, but at the same time, what I've heard is that it's less customizable. So for me okay. as a first time creator, it was perfect because they helped me setting everything up. They helped me if I needed something and if I had a question, 
probably some dumb questions in in the sure. in the meantime but yeah i was talking with them a lot they helped me with everything it was really fast they are really they are there for you so it, it's it's great for like a creator with zero experience in crowdfunding to sure. have something or to talk to someone that knows about the stuff and they are going to set you with with the campaign and they're going to build everything because it's one less thing to to worry about and mm -hmm. um, yeah i think that as a first for my first experience it was great i will say that as i as i continue and i want to like uh, experience like different types of 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 creation work with different mm -hmm. artists I also want to work with different platforms because that's the, sure. the idea of just getting a feel of how everything works. I think that Kickstarter has a, an amazing community and what you lacked with, with Kickstarter, like talking with someone at Kickstarter face-to-face, -face, mm -hmm. like one-on-one, -on -one, um, you get by talking to creators that are like the, the faces of Kickstarter. There's a lot of creators that... Talk to talk about Kickstarter like it was their mm -hmm. their team like they are like they are rooting for Kickstarter, and yeah. that's something that Soup doesn't have because it's like a, a much younger platform. Sure, but sure. yeah, I think that both of them are are great. I've seen projects on on both like well, Kickstarter is exploding projects like getting a lot of yeah. of, of money, but Soup has this these projects lined up. There's uh indie books there's book by big creators smaller books mm -hmm. than mine and yeah it's it's a, it's great to have this this ability to to choose i think it's healthy for for the comic book market to have different options and yeah i i i, I probably will work with kickstarter at some point and i will have sure. like a more uh, a better insight but from what i've heard it's it's great both of them are are perfect to create your book and they help you, and yeah, it's it, it's great that we have this 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 uh, these opportunities to to use these platforms to get our projects going, especially for for us that are, we are we're not there in the in the states to to print the stuff mm -hmm. and everything. It's it's easier to have someone that is going to help you there. Yeah, no, that I like you said. I think you you laid it out perfectly. It's great that there are many opportunities for for creators to turn to when they want to fund a, a campaign and. I've seen many successful campaigns come out of like both Kickstarter and Zoop. I'm proud to say that I've backed a ton of on both. And yeah, I just I'm always curious about what people's thoughts are. It seems like Zoop is very more focused on like helping creators directly. And it sounds like that's what the experience was. So that's that's really, really good to hear. Um, I definitely have to keep browsing their updates as they post new campaigns the same way that I addictively browse Kickstarter <laughs> updates and go like, oh, I'll back this now and I'll get a comic in six months. Um, you know, now it's just going to be double that now. Uh, my wife will really, really love that. Uh, <laughs> uh, the last thing I wanted to ask you about. So uh, before we wrap up here is you've got a sub stack that you've, you know, you've posted some updates. I've seen you posted some things over the last year or so. I guess, uh, how do you like that? that over saying like other social networks? I mean, like Twitter or whatever is happening with that. I don't know if you're active there or very active there or Instagram or something, but Substack seems to be the area that a lot of comic creators are moving towards. Was that kind of the idea of you starting your own? Yeah, I started my own Substack in in 2021. Yeah, it's... it's, it's oh, uh, wow. Yeah, it, okay. is, uh, it has many, many years. Uh, it was inactive sometimes because when I started it, I wanted to start writing stuff like, articles and reviews and yeah I saw that there's a lot of creators going and 
it was mm -hmm. just at the peak of, of Substack, like the first year, a lot of creators and I, I saw the platform. I had a, a writing blog before, but the thing with Substack is that it's like what we just talked about, like soup and, and Kickstarter. In, in Substack, mm -hmm. everything is really, really easy. It's like the same yeah. The same template is, is for everyone and you just change a couple of things. You need to design anything. You don't need to create a site. You don't need to <clears throat> put something in the in the background or like colors or pictures or whatever. It's like plain right. white and letters and you add some pictures, but that's it. Mm -hmm. yeah, I had my first writing blog, but I, I didn't design anything. It, it looked bad. <laughs> and, and when I saw <laughs> the, the Substack, it looked good. It looked professional. It looked yeah. like you, you you see it. It's like minimalist, but it looks good. And I I mm -hmm. thought, okay, I see everything, everyone going there. I want to start writing. I want to start writing reviews. I want to write whatever about comics. It, it was like a couple of years before I decided to make it my my career. I mm -hmm. I wasn't planning on writing comic books per se, but. I, I saw the opportunity and, and yeah, I wrote sometimes once a week, sometimes once a month, sometimes sure. yeah, once every six months because it was just uh, just because of my of my passion. And when I had time after work, I wrote, wrote stuff about the, the comics that I read. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was like not enough for the last couple of years. But now that I'm doing this full time and active, I write uh, once every two weeks. And the the good thing is that, and what I knew that I, I lacked before is that as I'm creating, I have, like, I'm creating my own content. So I can talk about the books, I can talk about my process, my ideas, mm -hmm. what I thought when I created something, what what is going to happen with my books. It It's, it's much easier because before it was, I need to create content based on, on others, other people's comic books. I can write right. a review, I can write, but... But it's not mine. It's not. It's, I can't talk about process because I, I didn't make it. So it, it's it's much fun right now. Like I, I I'm excited when I write something. I want to write like uh, closer. But the the first the first uh, uh, times that I start writing like once a week, there was weeks that I, I didn't know what to write. And then I stopped with the consistency. So right now I decided once every two weeks. And just keep right. keep at it, keep at it, keep at it, and go with that. But yeah, it's 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 a great place. I I'm encouraging people to to go there to to read about it because, as I mentioned, with with contacting the artist, I think that um, there's a lot of people that helped me. Uh, besides the people that I'm working with, there's a lot of people that I I contacted with social media that I read their Substack pages, Discord or whatever, and. I'm open to talking on social media, to helping people, guiding people, and just try to give back what I what I got from the comics, comic book community. That was um, like a lot of people that that didn't know me, that didn't owe me anything, and they helped me. They uh, gave me tips. They talked to me about process. They talked to me about scripting, and mm -hmm. yeah, it, it was great. And I think that. That's keeping, awesome. Keeping that out in, in my Substack is is what I what I want to do. Yes, to to share my my work. No, that's that's fantastic. I I love to hear 
the fact that there are creators out there and other people out there in the comics community that are willing to say like, hey, I don't know you anything, just like you said, um, but I'm willing to help you, help you get through this process, help you grow and become a better comics creator just because the more comics creators, the better, right? Like yeah. if someone's got a passion, it's great to hear that the community is willing to help people and that people are just pushing each other down to try to like, you know, get a leg up. That's that's really awesome to hear. No, no, yeah, I just wanted to say that um, other than my, my sub-campaign, I'm working in this other book, the, the this, this anthology. Um, uh, for the anthology, well, for, for my book too, but for the anthology, I was like, I, I didn't know anything about anthologies and I reach out to, to editors of other massive anthologies and they helped me out. They just, we, we, we talked like for, for, for hours and they, they helped me set everything up. So right now um, I, I got the submissions and we are on track to, to bring in this anthology to life. And this doesn't oh, awesome. happen. This doesn't happen at all without the help of, of those editors. And yeah. And that's yeah, that's that's great for for me. It was it was great. And right now, I I think that I I know a lot more than eight months ago. I think that this 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 few months have been a a lot of learning and like fast learning, fast uh, like I, I I feel like I can do much more stuff. And mm-hmm. but yeah, when I started, it was like and and thanks to them, I was like on track to to creating the stuff and, and everything about crowdfunding, about making anthologies, about organizing projects. Mm-hmm. I had some, like from, from my background, I, I know that I have the, the abilities to like organize a team, work with people and, and everything else, but doing it in this completely different environment, it's, it's challenging. And oh, yes. I bet. Yeah. I, <laughs> managing projects is one thing but managing a comics project yeah. i've heard is a totally different thing <laughs> exactly exactly and and you think of other industries and to get in and to to learn this stuff you need to go online and take a course or or pay someone like a consultant consultancy hours or mm-hmm. yeah i think that here it's it's great because you have that possibility and as you said um, they help me, but but sometime in the future, if they need my help for for everything, I'm I'm all for it. I I try to to give back and to help others because uh, that's that's the point. <laughs> to to keep this yeah. like a, a great community is, is if you got help, then if someone asks help, help him or help her or try to guide other people because then that person is going to continue with that and and that's how we build an awesome community yeah exactly i love that i love to hear that uh that's a great way to to wrap this up i mean oscar this has been fantastic to hear from you to hear your journey and everything that's happening i'm really excited to see what you do next so i'm going to definitely keep an eye on whatever socials i need to in order to do that um i guess speaking of that where can people find you on the internet if they also want to keep up with you yeah um as i mentioned well the the substack is oscarwins.substack.com so killer you url that's me. an awesome url <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, thank you yeah no it's it, 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 i'm i'm there i'm posting updates on the anthology so we got the submissions um we got the teams and now we are going to start working towards the campaign i think it's going to be uh in november if if everything goes according to plan we're doing the campaigning in november 
We fingers have, crossed. Yeah, and, and the, the anthology has got a lot of great support, so I'm really excited about it. And I'm posting updates um, on, on my Substack. And also I'm active on, on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find me at OscarOM29. And there I'm going to post about like um, also talking about the projects, also talking about comic books, maybe in shorter form. But but I'm there. I'm, I'm really active in, in social media because of what I said, trying to learn more about creators, connect with people. And mm-hmm. yeah, take, take advantage of the positive sides of social media because <laughs> sometimes we get like wrapped up in, in the, all the, the, the bad things, which are a lot, but there's, there's some positive aspects in there. And I think that my career doesn't go the way that it's going if, if there's no social media. So I'm grateful for the community we have in comic books and I'm excited to be a part of it and to help other people become a part of it too. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. That, that That's really amazing to hear. Like you said, hear a lot of negativity. I'm glad to hear a really awesome, positive story come out of social media gatherings. So <laughs> yeah. uh, to, to wrap things up then for us, I'm going to say uh, thank you again, Oscar, for being on the show. I really appreciate us getting this figured out so we could chat today. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Discord. we got our Goodreads. We've got a YouTube channel. You all know where that's at. All the links and everything that we're talking about are going to be in the show notes. Uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast to get access to stuff like the better batmos better batmobile series the giant days of our lives and so much more um infinity shred is the best band in the universe they do all of our music xander eats chumps like you for dinner be worried i want to say thank you again to oscar thank you to everyone out there for listening and until next time comics are good and so are you Comics are good.